eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And now, a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It's Friday, yoo-hoo, May 21st. And we are here to try to take the mystery out of your financial life. If you have a question about anything going on, I mean, really anything associated with a dollar sign, send us an email. Very easy. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. If you're on our website, if you're on the jillonmoney.com website, hit the contact button. And by the way, when you're on the website, why don't you sign up for the free weekly newsletter? We'd love to send that out to you. It goes out every Friday. Mark does a fantastic job. All right, let's get into your questions. This is from Joseph. And he says, I always enjoy the information in the newsletter. Hey, how about that? The newsletter newsletter guy. I'm recently retired. I'm trying to decide where to invest my 401k funds now. Since I'm not too confident in knowing the right way to manage these funds, I'm considering going with a robo-advisor service or some hybrid of robo and personal management with a brokerage account, maybe at Fidelity or Schwab or Vanguard. Obviously, one can decide to be conservative, moderate, et cetera. Do you have opinions of these? Would it be better to find a certified financial planner? I want to make a good decision. Any help in the area would be greatly appreciated. I think that the robo model is such a great model. I love it, especially if you don't have a lot of very detailed or complex issues that are going on in your financial life. So if it's just money management, any of these was good. 
you know, uh, Vanguard has two different services. One gives you an advisor and one does not. So one is Vanguard Personal Service Advisor and one is Vanguard Digital Advisor. So, so there are some that run just basically saying like, fill out this information, we invest the money, goodbye. That's just like your standard robo. And the next level, which costs a little bit more, and I'm not talking about a lot. I mean, these are like a quarter or 0.3%, maybe 0.4% total, okay? And if you want the robo with a little management on top, it costs a little more. Vanguard has that service, personal service advisor. Schwab has that service, Schwab Intelligent Portfolio. Uh, Betterment has that service as well. And uh, Fidelity I don't know if they have an advice piece, but they have something called Fidelity Go. Those are your options. And they're great. Most people, really, when you're choosing among these kinds of options, they kind of just go with the platform they're most comfortable with. So you should bang around a little bit, see what you like. And, uh, oh, I'll mention one more, which is the sponsor of our sister broadcast. So I just putting that out there, full disclosure. Another option is Facet Wealth. Facet Wealth is um, sort of a higher level advisory service, but you get charged with a flat fee and it's not based on wealth or account minimum. So you can check that out as well. I wish you the best of luck. Okay. Diane says, my husband and I are thrilled that our daughter got accepted to medical school. (laughs) The not so great news, it's in a major Northeast city with a high cost of living and she will not be getting financial aid. Mark, I'm sure you're happy you're not a doctor when you saw that the estimated cost of attendance is $100,000 a year. Oh, my God. Well, we asked these people to go through. Diane says, we were disciplined enough to pay for her undergraduate with Vanguard funds. We use dollar cost averaging. We have enough left over to cover a year of the $60,000 tuition. She saved $12,000. We made $15,000 buying a pandemic stock that she wanted us to buy for her. So it covers most, uh, much of the first two years of housing, which we expect to be $1,500 a month with a roommate, not including food. My husband has suggested we look into buying a condo or a townhouse so we can get some money back, especially if she decides to stay in the city. Is this ever a good idea? And do we sell as soon as she graduates or keep it for an investment? This completely depends on your situation, Diane, meaning that I don't know how much money you have, but to tie up money in real estate, and it's essentially a four-year bet for med school, maybe it's more than that if she decides to do a residency program in that city, but you can't be sure. I'm generally not a fan of this unless you know that the kid's going to be there for a while or you want to be there for a while. I need more details about what's going on for you Maybe I would change my mind, but generally speaking, no. But good luck, and I'm so glad your daughter is going to be a doctor because that's good to have a doctor in the family. Uh, Okay, Corey writes, aloha from Hawaii. We got to do that show. for. We're going to do the show from Hawaii someday. Okay, I love it. I always listen to it while I'm biking to work. That's a compliment because the alternative is listening to the waves crashing along the shore. Hmm, I think I'd actually listen to the waves crashing along the shore. I know Mark would. He's sick of my voice. Okay, Corey says, I have a question about what to do with our extra income. Hmm. I just turned 30. My wife is 25. We just moved to Maui last year. We're surprised by our ability to save despite the crazy cost of living here. We recently started saving for retirement. We max out our 401k and 403b respectively. We both contribute $6,000 a year 
to each of our Roth IRA accounts. Fantastic. We also have a six-month emergency fund in cash. Now, after all that, we still have around $1,000 a month of play money. We rarely use it. Turns out living right next to the beach and near loads of amazing hiking spots is a secret benefit of the cost of living. Hmm. Okay, I also have a small amount of crypto and a taxable stock portfolio just for fun. We don't have any major travel expenses debt. We have no fear of missing out. We don't have kids to pay for in the near future. What would you suggest we do with the remaining money? Any advice would be appreciated. Corey, I like the idea of you just actually adding this money to your taxable stock portfolio. And yeah, I know that the stock portfolio is just for fun, but maybe you just start saying, you know what, for $1,000 a month, we'll put some money in a stock index fund, some money in a bond index fund and anchor that taxable portfolio with some assets that you are, don't have to worry about, right? You don't, and you say, oh, okay, this is fine. I can just have a little bit of money on the side for this. Okay. I think that'd be great. Mark writes, hi, Jill, I love your show. Your weekend opening of Welcome, Welcome, Welcome gives me goosebumps. Isn't that nice? I'm 62. I'm divorced. Three kids launched. Own my own condo. I make $105,000 a year. I don't have a pension. I max out everything. Traditional 401k, Roth IRA, Mega Roth, mm, HSA. I've got $1.2 million in a traditional 401k. 168,000 in a Roth, 55,000 in a brokerage, 48,000 in a health savings account, $26,000 in cash. Oh my God, I live modestly. I'll say $3,000 a month. My plan is to retire at 64, take COBRA until I hit Medicare age 65. Okay. Then between 64 and 70, I plan to do Roth conversions just under $75,000 each year from the 401k, withhold 20% and pay the federal tax. Hmm. <laughs> you hear how Melissa, I'm thinking about that. So I like the idea of the converting. Uh, he's converting because he lives in a state that starts an income tax at a certain amount. And so that's fine. I would live off the distributions from the Roth and the brokerage since I'm over 59 and a half, only the gain subject to the five-year rule. Then it's age 70, I'd take social security, which is 3,600 a month, and then start doing required minimum distributions at 72, then move to Florida and avoid all state income tax. You sometimes seem hesitant to encourage listeners to convert Roth IRAs and save the Roth for legacy giving. Why not use it for income to avoid the tax? What do you think of my plan? What I mostly think of is that I like the idea of having Roth assets that can drop down to the next generation because it is the best asset to use. I'm hesitant to encourage people to convert a Roth if they don't have money outside of the Roth that they could pay the tax with. From my perspective, I, I think that if you had the money in the brokerage account, you could use that to help pay some of the tax on the conversion. But the withholding is not my favorite way of making the conversion work. It doesn't work quite as well. Um, Mark, do you have a different opinion about that? And and how do you feel, Mark, about living, pulling money out of Roth IRA assets? To me, it's like, well, why are we converting if you're now starting to live off of that? It doesn't make a ton of sense to me. What do you think, Mark? 
So Mark says that many investment companies will not withhold. They will rely, they will make you pay the tax after the fact. So that's number one. What's next? Yeah. I mean, I think that most people are starting to think that the Roth is just like, it's just knowable that the tax situation is settled and they're not so much. And so again, I think it's a great legacy asset to leave. I think that things are a little jumbled up here and I'm not sure this is the very best plan for you. I'd love to hear more about what's going on. What's the game plan? But I don't know if this works quite as well if you're having the withholding from the account itself. It just doesn't. Okay, next up, we have a question from Christine. Hi, Jill and Mark. I love the podcast. I hope you can help me out. I have $110,000 in a 403B. Then I have other retirement assets, $875,000 in a traditional IRA, $212,000 in a Roth. The company changed funds to CITS. CITs, which makes me leery about keeping the money in a retirement account. The only perk to this is they're offering a Roth if I continue contributing. I was thinking of converting to a Roth. I'm not sure what the tax implications would be. What do you think? Any suggestions would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for the great job you guys do on keeping us on the straight and narrow, Chris. Okay. So now it looks like when you say that, you're saying that the the 403B is changing to CITs. Okay. So not the other retirement stuff. I hope that's right. All right. I didn't know what CITs were. They were historically designed as investment vehicles for defined benefit plans. So that's why I think that this is probably something inside of your retirement plan at work because you have a 403B. All right. CITs, are available for these kinds of plans, only for government retirement plans. It's a pooled investment. I'd have to look at the plan itself, interested in knowing what the options are and how much it is. So my general response to this is I'm great to be leery. I too would be leery. Um, but if you can start using this and the costs are reasonable and it's a Roth 403B that you could use, hmm, I could be interested. All right. Walter writes, uh, subject, how to do college and pay for it. (laughs) Oh, bless your heart, Walter. Four-year program or community college, then attend college. I have a 529. It's not enough. The cost of college is crazy. Also before FAFSA, should I do anything or is it pointless? (laughs) It totally depends on your situation. I think you should do FAFSA always. I think FAFSA forms are annoying, but if you want to be in the system, you got to be in the system. You got to complete them. It depends how much money you have. If the community college route is a good one for a couple of years, then maybe you can transfer in. But if you've got a four-year program and you get enough money, then maybe it is worth it. So we need to know what else is going on in your life. I totally understand. It's it's daunting sometimes, these numbers. So tell us more about yourselves and we can help you out a little bit more. Okay. All right. Now, our music here at this program is composed by Joel Goodman. You know who Joel Goodman is, gang? You know when we have our, one of our favorite guests of all, Michael Goodman? It's his brother. Keep it in the family. Mark Talercio, also in my family, is an executive producer and the best one in the world. We are distributed by Cadence 13. So uh, let's keep washing our hands. Let's wear our masks when we're inside and there's crowded folks. Let's maintain our physical distancing when we're inside. Let's take care of ourselves and let's take care of each other. Let's 
all try to lift somebody up today. It will make you feel better. It will make that person feel better. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.